Welcome to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn, equipping, coaching, and restoring missionaries to answer God's call. Today we're going to talk about resiliency, or how to bounce back. We all have things about ourselves we cannot change. Our height, though we can adjust it with shoes. Eye and hair color, though we can alter them with colored contacts and hair dye. Certain preferences in our personality, such as being energized by being around people or by being alone. And how we were raised, challenges we faced, tools we were given. One thing we can change is our resiliency to trauma and stress. We are not stuck in how we currently bounce back from hard times. One, and most importantly, we have God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. John 15 and 16 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. What things did Jesus tell us? He told us how we would need to abide in him. He is the vine and we're the branches. He told us how the world is going to hate us. He explained the work of the Holy Spirit, that the Spirit is an advocate on our behalf. He'll guide us into all truth. He makes known God's will to us. He's explained this. Why? John 16, 1. So we will not be offended or not fall away but also so we may have peace. What makes the difference in how we respond to trouble? What we're made of or in whom we abide, the world or God? Two, resiliency is a skill that can be learned. The Holy Spirit can teach us, not just Bible stuff, but skills that line up with the Bible to help us be more resilient, to help us bounce back. I need to clarify what I am not saying. I am not saying that we should be in denial. Trouble will come and it will affect us. I am not saying trouble will bounce off of us. We will still have an initial response to trouble, stress, and trauma. I am not saying we will be left unaffected, and I am not saying that we won't need help, such as support or counseling. What I am saying is that in Christ and with some skills, we can bounce back. In fact, God can make it something beautiful. The Israelites had lots of trouble, from battles to captivity. Even in the midst of that, God pours out his love and favor for them. The Spirit of the Lord gives beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Isaiah 61, 3. Learning to manage expectations and pressures is learning to build personal resilience. 1. Resilience is the capacity to return to wellness. 2. Resilience is returning to effective living within a reasonable time frame after struggling. The side note is, it's not a rebound, and it's not pretending the struggle or pressure did not happen. 3. Resilience permits honest struggles with God. 4. Resilience is mastering the art of the possible. Send me an email to answerthecallmissionary at gmail.com to request a resiliency assessment. Put Resilient Personality Assessment or Missionary Podcast 50. 
A hearty personality is a strong and healthy personality, one that is capable of enduring difficult conditions. Each characteristic that contributes to a hearty personality or resilience is on a continuum. Where you fall on the continuum will vary depending on stress, upbringing, and life experiences. Some of these qualities may seem innate, but they actually are consciously developed as you grow and mature. Reflect on the various characteristics of a hearty, resilient personality. Indicate where you are on the continuum at this time. It's adapted from The Hearty Personality by Laura May Gardner, A Resilient Life by Gordon McDonald. How do you rate yourself on a scale of 0 to 10 for sense of humor? Do you take yourself too seriously, are rigid about events and procedures, are unable to laugh at yourself, or are you able to go with the flow, willing to see the funny side of frustrating events, and able to take a joke? As an Enneagram 8, I hate to be laughed at. It feels like someone is turning on me or against me, similar to being betrayed. But it's really the fear of being powerless and the feeling of not being able to protect myself. But the first time I heard about the importance of a sense of humor, it was on the list of skills to adapting to any culture. Sense of humor is one of the top three skills in adjusting or adapting. So here is sense of humor again, but this time it relates to resiliency, our ability to bounce back when trouble comes. One day, I took my husband's car into the city to do some shopping at some thrift shops. My daughter and I had a great successful day shopping. On our way home, we got stuck in some city traffic. Tegucigalpa has about a million people, and I think everyone was getting out of work right at that moment. Knowing I had to take a right exit onto the highway, I tried to get over in the right lane as far as I could. However, what I didn't know was that I was driving on a side road that would dump me back onto the road that I started on. And some cars, mainly taxis, were using this road to try to cut off the traffic. As I went to pull back on the main road, since this side road did not connect to that exit, a van took out my side view mirror on the right. I asked my daughter, did I do that or did they pull out into me? She replied that the van just took out my side mirror. Then, as I kept trying to pull out, a truck took off my left side view mirror. Well, no one was stopping. We definitely didn't want to get out of the car for either incident. And chances are there was nothing that we could have done and no one who could help. We finally made it to the exit and got on the highway, but I didn't know how to drive without my side view mirrors. My daughter had her hand out of the window trying to hold it up, but I couldn't do the same on my side because I had to shift. So I saw my daughter's face and how upset she was about both incidents, our trouble that had just come into our lives. I decided to laugh. I mean, there was nothing I could do about it right then. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to fix it or where I could go get help. I didn't even know how we'd get home. People in the cars passing by were laughing a lot of times because a lot of people can ride in the back of a truck and they were looking at us. I told my daughter that if we can say, we'll laugh about this one day, we might as well laugh about it now. She was not amused, but I was laughing. So all in all, when I look back on this memory, I still laugh. It's amazing what a sense of humor will do and change our perspective and attitude during a difficult and sometimes frightening situation. God created humor. Psalm 4-7 says, You, God, have put gladness in my heart. 
Psalm 16, 8 to 9 says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh shall also rest in hope. Psalm 16, 11 says, you, God, will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand pleasures forevermore. Psalm 126.2 says, Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue was singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord has done great things for them. Proverbs 15.13, A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. Proverbs 17.22, A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Philippians 4.4, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. A good sense of humor helps us bounce back. How do we develop a good sense of humor? Enjoy who you are and what you do. Ministry does not have to be hard. Don't take yourself, your mistakes, others, work, ministry so seriously. Laugh at yourself. Laugh at the situation. If you can say, we'll probably laugh about this one day, then laugh about it now. How do you rate yourself on a scale of 0 to 10 for sense of perspective? Does the world revolve around you? When something goes wrong, does it seem like a personal affront? Do you take things personally? Or does the story not begin and end with you? When you don't understand life, you trust God. When we take things personally, we are projecting our own doubts and insecurities on other people. We expect people to dislike what we don't like about ourselves and doubt our ability to do things. I used to take everything personally, but then I realized most people are just self-centered. I may have been worrying about what others were thinking about me, but they weren't thinking about me at all. People are thinking about themselves. The world revolves around them. People aren't out to get me. For example, the person who cut me off in traffic is thinking about how they can get to work on time, not about how they can make me mad or ruin my day. People that criticize, attack, or blame may be worrying about how they appear, trying to hide their own flaws and insecurities, or trying to advance their own agenda. I like to tell people to stick a Q-tip in their pocket so they can remember to quit taking it personally. I wish we could click a pause button in situations so we can assess what is going on. What am I feeling? Why do I feel attacked? How do I want to respond? Why do I want to respond that way? Our response is always going to be better when we seek understanding and then adjust accordingly. We are happier when we keep a sense of perspective. Can I really believe that life is not about me? When I don't understand because there will be a lot of things that happen in my life that I don't understand, can I trust God? How can I cultivate a heavenly perspective? If we can become objective in our evaluation of something, we can increase our resiliency. God's word gives us perspective. Colossians 3.2 says, Set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on the earth. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. John 13.34 says, A new commandment I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, While we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Proverbs 3.5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. 
A good or correct sense of perspective helps us bounce back. How do you rate yourself on a scale of 0 to 10 for self-knowledge? Are you self-absorbed or oblivious about inner motives and reactions? Defensive about your weaknesses? Hypersensitive to criticism? Or are you self-aware, understand your needs and reactions to others without being preoccupied with self? Are you comfortable being who God created you to be, confident in your talents and gifts without needing to draw attention to yourself? I like to take assessments. The results are not a crutch or used as an excuse. Assessments can be helpful for growth. However, even in having taken assessments, in some areas I seem to be really self-aware, such as recognizing fear behind anger or locating what's going on inside. In other areas, I seem to not be very aware. For example, I can be speaking and not even notice that my tone of voice is demeaning. I'd rather know myself and what's going on or how I need to grow instead of have someone else point it out. But I also don't want to be consumed with analyzing myself. So there's a balance. When we are self-absorbed, we are usually so preoccupied with our own life that we exclude others and the world around us. Self-absorbed people tend to feel threatened, vulnerable, anxious, and insecure. The insecurity may be related to the inability to feel safe and loved, as well as an inability to feel safe to love others. We need to pay attention to our motives and reactions. When we are defensive or sensitive to criticism, we want to justify ourselves or blame others. The root? We feel inadequate. We need to be aware of ourselves while at the same time understand the needs and reactions of others. We need to be comfortable and confident with who God created us to be. We can gain more self-knowledge by assessments and through feedback from others. People can constructively point out things we can't see as well as hold us accountable. Also, we can ask the Spirit to reveal what others and what even we ourselves can't yet see about ourselves. God helps us know and understand ourselves. Psalm 51, 6 says, Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you shall make me to know wisdom. Proverbs 25, Counsel or purpose in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Proverbs 23, 7 says, As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Romans 12, 3 says, For I say, through the grace given to me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Self-knowledge helps us bounce back. How do you rate yourself on a scale of 0 to 10 for personal responsibility? Are you passive, helpless, dependent, always waiting for someone else to do something? Or are you willing and able to do your part but not needing to do it all, dependable? Responsibility is one of my top five strengths on the Strengths Finder. But that doesn't mean I'm a 10. I actually sometimes try to take responsibility for things that are not my responsibility. And those are the things I need to let go.
So I'm very dependable and capable, but I don't know where I'd end up, what number I would land at for controlling and driving. Personal responsibility is being responsible or taking care of your physical needs. It is also taking ownership of the way your life is, whether good or bad. It's normal to want to believe that outside factors have caused all of our life's problems or made us to be or respond the way we do. It's hard to accept that we have any part in who we are or how we respond. Lack of personal responsibility manifests in complaining and excuses. Oh, I can't do that because fill in the blank. My race, my age, my finances, my education. If I had more financial supporters or the right staff, then I could fill in the blank. We can learn personal responsibility by changing our attitude. We can stop complaining and stop making excuses and think about what we can do, such as learn a new skill, learn self-control, or ask for help. We can learn personal responsibility by accepting the consequences of our actions or reactions. Sometimes this requires facing our own lies and fears, even fear of failure. Luke 16.10a says, One who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much. 1 Corinthians 4.1 says, Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found trustworthy. Romans 12.6, Having gifts that differ according to the grace given us, let us use them. Colossians 3.23, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. 1 Corinthians 3.8, He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor, for we are laborers together with God. 1 Peter 1.19, Be all the more diligent to make your calling and election sure. 1 John 2.5-6, But whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. Personal responsibility helps us bounce back. Reflect on the characteristics that contribute to a hearty, resilient personality. Sense of humor, sense of perspective, self-knowledge, and personal responsibility. Which is your strongest area? Which is your weakest area? What characteristics can you develop and grow in? Find verses on each characteristic of a hearty, resilient personality. Study, meditate, and confess the verses. Determine to grow in those characteristics to be more like God. We'll cover five more characteristics in Resiliency, How to Bounce Back, Part 2. Thank you for listening, and remember, trust God and answer the call. Thank you for listening to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn. If you have questions or topic ideas, please leave a comment or send a voice message. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe and share or give at worldoutreach.org backslash 349. For more information on Answer the Call Ministries, please visit the website at www.atcministries.org.